This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. All you have to do is dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Uh, there are a bunch of features on our website, and we give them away, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their site. So head over and enjoy at freetalklive.com. Of course, plenty of stuff to talk about tonight. It is uh, the night of the election, and right. Johnny Ray is here. I am. Good evening, sir. Now, you are, uh, as I believe you've expressed before, someone who uh, did not participate in today's election. That's right. Uh, we talked last night on the show about uh, the average person and their reasons for not voting, which, of course, have nothing to do with you know, the liberty-minded person and their reasons uh, for not voting. We never ended up getting having time to get into last night uh, the liberty reasons for not voting, but the, you know, the average folks were basically too busy uh, or fed up, you know, not satisfied with their choices and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Or they, they didn't think their vote counted. And in the case of uh, liberty-minded folks, there's some other reasons uh, that, that people don't vote. And, and I still am interested in talking about that, especially now that you're here tonight. Because last night, Johnson and Julia were both people who, like me, advocate for using the system, voting as, uh, you know, if you know if there's somebody worth voting for, uh, vote for them. And I love being with you and being the radical in the room. You totally are on this one. And uh, I was out at the polls all day today. I mean, I thought I was going to be more tired than I am, surprisingly. I probably had about five hours of sleep last night, got up bright and early, was out there by eight this morning and stayed until about 6.15 uh, tonight, came home, grabbed a shower because my toes were cold. It was freezing cold out all day today. Very cold uh, outside at the right polls. now. Yeah, it was for a little bit, it was above freezing, maybe you know several degrees above freezing, but for the most part, the day was was freezing cold, and uh, was there all day long. And you know, who knows whether I'll you know win this uh, election for state rep or not? It's it should be. If I don't win, probably will do okay as far as a turnout goes because there was no Republican in the race. So it was just me versus uh, a couple of Democrats. So we'll see how that pans out. But. Uh, there were a number of folks that uh, that were out. There was a, a large turnout, a good percentage of the registered voters. By the time uh, we got the count toward the end of the night, there were at least like at least twenty four hundred of about three thousand people uh, had turned out today. So an incredible a number of people uh, showing up. It was you versus a couple of Democrats. I thought it was you versus one really unpopular. Democrat. Ultimately, that's what it is. It's a uh, here in Keene in New Hampshire, they just redistricted uh, all the different races. So uh-huh. the way it works here is there's five wards in Keene, and then so there's one rep for each ward, and then there's two reps that cover the whole of Keene. So they call that the Floteral District. What? Yeah, and so I ran for the whole of Keene. I didn't run for just one ward. I ran for all of Keene. So my name and the Libertarian Party appeared on all ballots in Keene. So anyone that lives in Keene and votes in Keene could have voted for me today. And uh, basically, so it was two seats that were up for grabs in that that full Keene district. Uh, I was running against two Democrats. So two seats, three candidates. One of the two Democrats, you know, he's the incumbent. He's going to win. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the other guy, there was actually a campaign against him by some Democrats. So uh, Will May, who I believe that uh, that you probably know pretty well, 
mm-hmm. one of the Free State Project participants that moved here has been active in the uh, Democrat Party. And Will, uh, Will, Will and, and I, I, Will and I both moved to Keene within a week of each other. Yep, and uh, he came up from Austin, I believe. If I'm not Texas, mistaken. I know yeah, that Texas, somewhere Texas. And so he, uh, you know, he and I have our differences, but in this case. He made the clear choice that, you know, the other guy, the Democrat in the race, was not somebody he wanted to elect. And he actually went out with like a thousand flyers today and did some street theater at one of the uh, uh, one of the polling locations where he apparently was blindfolded at some point, you know, like blindfolded himself and prepared himself to be shot because the guy he was opposing or the guy that was my uh, competitor today was advocating for bringing back the firing squad. Uh, this guy advocates for uh, p- for peaceful people being snitched on, and so yes, essentially it is a race: me versus this other guy, this this drug warrior, former cop, psychopath who is just totally bent, hell bent on putting peaceful people, as many of them in, as possible, in prison. The death penalty was kind of a milestone for me, I think, when I decided that the state should just never have the the authority to take someone's life. Meaning that you used to believe in it. Yes, I see. Yeah, that's a big issue. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, ultimately, it is me versus this guy. And, you know, with people like Will May and others in the Democratic Party, I was talking with the other one of the state reps from Keene who is running for re-election this time around. By the way, she's completely unopposed. She's a Democrat and has no opposition. There's at least three races in, in, in Keene for state rep that have no opposition. That's, that's how bad the political scene is here as far as like – and when I say bad, I mean like it, nobody's doing anything. And so there's plenty of opportunity for somebody that would want to, whether they wanted to get in as a, a Republican or a Democrat or whatever. There's un, you know, unchallenged seats completely available here. Anyway, she was telling me that she thinks the guy's a nut job, too. So he's not very popular amongst the Democrats. So in theory, I should have a number of independents, Republicans, and even Democrats who would cast their vote for me over this guy. I heard from one of the voters today. I wish you the best of luck, Ian. I think it would be – I would enjoy very much to have you be elected or any of these free staters. I love Mark Warden. Well, he's running for re-election, Mark Warden. Yes, Mark Warden. He's a a winner. He's a very good-looking man, and I like him. He is. Handsome man, no doubt. What Uh, were you going to say, though? I was going to say that I'd heard – Register of probate on the ballot. There was just there was just a blank there. There were no candidates. Yeah, on that's the, right. And some people were were writing in Daryl Perry. Yeah, I've, I've asked Daryl if he wants to come on the show tonight, and uh, I've yet to uh, to hear back from him. So we may have him come in here because there's a there's a story that we can tell from what happened at the polls tonight and today that was particularly outrageous. Uh, and I want to, if Daryl's going to come in here, I want to hold off on that. So let's go to the phones and let's talk to Hassan listening in Queens, New York, via the studio cam. Hey, Hassan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey. I just basically wanted to talk about um, what happened today when I went to go vote. Okay, sure. Basically, I went to the voting polling station, basically, in public school 80. That's what he held it for where I live. And Basically, what happened is when I went to vote, I noticed that some of the voting machines, the electronic voting machines, had the um, tamper seals removed. Some of them had the tamper seals on, and others had them removed. Uh-oh. And people were using the ones that had them removed. Oh, boy. And, like, I even took a picture, and I posted it on, like, the Free Talk Live Facebook page. Um, and then another thing was um, when I when I, when I I voted, and I requested not to use one of those machines, and they looked at, like, my voter card. And they saw that I had voted Libertarian, 
the person next to told would be like, hey, you filled out your ballot wrong, and you have to select a president, a presidential candidate, for your vote to be counted. I told them that. What? That's unusual. Hold on. Let me see if I made sure I heard you correctly. You were told you had to select a presidential candidate in order for any other votes to be tallied? Yes, I was told that. And I told them that I did. I selected Gary Johnson. And they said, oh, that's not a presidential candidate. You have to pick a presidential candidate. Whoa. They told me I can go get another ballot. Okay. Uh, it, it just seems like really, it just seems really weird. It's like either they honestly didn't know that he was a presidential candidate or that they just want to skew the results in whatever way suits them. Let me see if I've got this clear. Uh you went in to vote in New York. Public school lady. There are electronic voting machines. You yes. you were presented with options. Gary Johnson was one of those options. Yes, it- basically the way the, the electronic voting machines here work is you basically bubble it in on a form and then you slide it into the voting machine. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I was and like, For whatever reason, I thought you were uh, on a computer. I, I apologize. I was a little distracted. Uh, so... Okay. So did you did you spell out Gary Johnson or was he on the form? There you could just bubble in like one was, bubble next to his name. On the form. Wow, it's he ridiculous. Was on the form. If you want to tell us more of your story, you can hang on, Hassan. We'll bring you back at eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. And uh, it's election 2012, so you know I'm sure there's a variety of things. I have no idea what's in the news for today. I've been out at the polling location all day, so you take control. Bring up anything. Free talk live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free. 855-453 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features that uh, we will share with you. We give them away, including archives. The latest seven days' worth of the show are at the top of the website. You can click and download at your leisure and also go back into the archive section to go back for years' worth of the show. Uh, head over to freetalklive.com. Plus, uh, the SoundCloud page makes it easy to go back in time with our archives and also share them with your friends. So when you're on our SoundCloud page, which you can get to by clicking the SoundCloud link in the left-hand side of freetalklive.com under Listen and Share, that will then allow you to just click the share button on any one of the archives that you want to. Maybe you want to share our interview with Vermin Supreme that we did on Saturday night. If you missed it, uh, you don't want to miss this one. It was, I heard that. It was spectacular. He was uh, one of the best guests in recent memory, that uh, maybe of, of all time. He's just that great. Anyway, you can share that with your friends. Just click the share button. Makes it easy to share on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, just about everywhere else. So we're going to continue. We're taking your phone calls. uh, And Daryl Perry is joining us here from FPP.cc. I appreciate you coming over. Uh, You and I. Always good to be on. Yep. You and I had an interesting election experience uh, tonight (laughs) that I wanted to share. And we can get into that here in a moment. I don't Uh, like you being on, Daryl, because you make me sound like a little boy. 
What does you that are mean? a little boy. <laughs> yeah, like his voice? His voice is so, the, the timber is so. Yeah. Mm. Let's go to Tom, though. He's listening in New Hampshire. Uh, Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. By the way, Hassan dropped off during the other uh, break. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, there's two things that I want to tell you about. Uh, the high school that my son goes to, uh, they uh, have some students who are adults. And they're 18, and so to help them exercise their right and responsibility as an adult in our society, they organize a bus to bus these students to the polls so they can exercise their right as legal adults. Mm -hmm. But one thing, they're leaving school property during school time, so guess what they have to have mommy and daddy sign? A permission slip. Yeah. Why? They're 18. They're 18, but anyway... But they're in a public school. But why would you have to have your parents sign a permission? Because you're still in a public school. The government owns you. But you have no guardian at that point. I've got to tell you something else, though. Okay? Okay. I'm taking your word for it, Tom. That sounds pretty unbelievable. That's what he told me. Okay. But uh, there's some ballot questions uh, about whether to legalize marijuana in some states. And Mm -hmm. you know what you call that? Tell me. A referendum. (laughs) (laughs) You got anything else, Tom? Uh, well, I just kind of hope that uh, just because of what the Republican Party did to Ron Paul, uh, see, I voted for Johnson, and I hope that Obama wins in New Hampshire by one vote, and that puts him over. Thanks for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. Colorado, Oregon, and Washington State will vote on whether to legalize marijuana within their states. The Colorado but one's a big one. Massachusetts sure. and Arkansas also have a referendum of some sort. I believe the one in Arkansas is for medical marijuana. Hmm, okay. Uh, but yeah, there there are several states, and I actually wrote an article about it this past Sunday called Yes We Cannabis. Oh, neat. Where does that appear? FPP.cc. Perfect. So uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Hassan had called in in the last segment to talk about some of the uh, shenanigans going on in New York, uh, where he was basically told that he had to vote for a presidential candidate in order to have his other votes counted. And, and he pointed really, out that, yeah, and not only that, he pointed out that he had voted for a presidential candidate, Gary, Gary Johnson. Johnson. Gary Johnson's name was on the ballot that he received. He voted on for Gary Johnson, and the poll worker said that that wasn't that wasn't acceptable. Uh, pretty much, and they gave him another wow. ballot. Uh, while, while I was at one of the voting places today, I don't remember which one. It was either Swansea or Ward 1 here in Keene. I heard a couple of people talking about a relative or a friend of theirs that lives down in New York that went to their polling place that they're supposed to go to, stood in line for, I believe it was either an hour and a half or two hours. Wow, yeah, I heard there were hour-long lines. Had to leave because she had to go to class. Went to class, and apparently because of the hurricane, they've said that you can go to any polling place. Mm Mm-hmm. So she went to a polling place that was, I think, on the other side of town in a much better neighborhood, waited in line for 10 minutes, Hmm. whereas the one in the bad neighborhood, she was in line for an hour and a half and still didn't actually get up to be able to vote. She had to leave Wow, to go take a class. And then Tom was talking about the buses picking up people and taking them to the polling place, the... Keene State College, they were using 
not only private vehicles, you know, owned by individuals, but they also were using the van owned by Campus Safety that had Campus Safety emblazoned on the side of it, mm-hmm. running as a shuttle with large Obama symbols painted <laughs> onto the back windows. Is that uh, some sort of violation of code or policy? I'm thinking it might be. Well, they're certainly not afraid to violate their own rules, as we learned uh, today. Well, we've learned it over and over again. But as they showed yet again today, the uh, government guys just don't care about what their own rules say. Uh, They're going to do whatever it is that they want to do. And even when called on it multiple times, more than once, they did not change how they behaved. Now, I have yet to review the footage from today, but I do have the footage of what we're going to tell you about. I will make it into a, an available YouTube video at some point and post it to freekeen.com. So I'm there all day today. You showed up later in the afternoon because you've been kind of touring around to different yes. uh, war, or different uh, voting locations. I decided that I wanted to just focus my efforts on one voting location and, and just stay there all day and, and take a look. Because some people have told me, Ian, if, you out, if you're out at a voting location, you'll do worse. Like The candidate that you're supporting will do worse. Well, this time it was me that I was supporting because I wasn't you know, advocating for anyone else except for you, Daryl. Yes. And uh, so we'll see how that pans out. I just wanted to test that. So did, I was you, there. did you did you pick your polling place for any particular reasons? It's or? the one in which I live. Oh, okay, so, makes sense. It was yeah. his voting precinct. It would make sense. Uh, it's convenient because it's the one in which I live, but also it would make sense if I decided I wanted to do more of like a award-based race later, because I did the one that was for all of Keene, uh, but you know I'm meeting the people that live in my ward. Uh-huh. So if I were to want to run for, say, city council uh, next year, I would maybe I would run for that in the, the ward. Well, that's assuming the, that the you city. don't win this year. That's true, but you can be a state rep and a city councilor in, in New Hampshire. Really? No problem, yeah. Uh, Chris Roberts does that. Uh, I believe. So uh, let's see. So I was there this morning and after a couple hours of being out there and, uh, you know, handing out flyers uh, to people that were coming in, uh, we had these kind of quarter sheet flyers. So uh, just regular eight and a half by 11 cut into quarters. They were kind of card stock from Staples, uh, yellow, bright yellow. You've actually with black. got a couple things yeah. that look very similar laying yeah, around similar, on the desk uh, here. here on the, in the studio. You can see it on the cam. So we got these quarter page flyers. And, you know, they're real noticeable. I mean, they're bright yellow with black text on them, real high contrast. And uh, so one lady comes back out from voting and she says, they took the flyer out of my hand when I walked in. And I said, they shouldn't be doing that. And I proceeded to uh, look into this matter. And I'll tell you more about what happened here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control and bring up whatever's on your mind. What'd you experience? You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, podcast, satellite, webcam, and our live streams. But did you know you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere? Add this number to your phone, 213-493-0308. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Listen Lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 213-493-0308. That's 213-493-0308. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. 855-450-FREE. Maybe you had some sort of a experience that you would like to share today as you were at the polling places. Because uh, I'm sure we weren't the only ones who experienced the shenanigans and the outrageous behavior on the part of the government bureaucrats or some of the government bureaucrats that were working uh, today. We'll continue more with that story here in moments. But want to remind you that Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. Hey, if you are about sick and tired of uh, all of the unfair government oppression, uh, the continued regulation, taxation, uh, you know, people, peaceful people being put in prison cells, the corruption, you want to do something about it? you got to get together with other people that think like you. That's the reason why the three of us are here tonight. We wouldn't know each other, likely, if it weren't for the Free State Project. Uh, that is an idea to move 20,000 liberty-minded people who are willing to actually get active all to the same place in order to achieve liberty in our lifetime. There are now over 13,000 people that have pledged to make the move. There are 1,100, more than 1,100 people that are here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Uh, you can be a part of it as well. Go to freestateproject.org to learn more. That's freestateproject.org. There are a lot of great success stories. This isn't some pie-in-the-sky fantasy about what could happen in the future. It's happening now. There are people who are on the ground doing real activism, everything from civil disobedience to creating media to street theater. Street theater was going on today, actually, uh, here in Keene. There's, of course, election stuff, political action. And People that's what, just living their life and being good neighbors. That's important, too, as well. And uh, Daryl and I were doing the political stuff today. Daryl, you were running for a local office called Register of Probate? Uh, Register of Deeds. Register of Deeds. Uh, you were also running for Register of Probate, but uh, as a writing I, I, I was asking people to write me in for Register of Probate. Not really doing a lot of campaigning on that. No. And because- I did- well, one of the major parties decided that they were going to run a writing candidate for that office, and yeah. I just I don't have the party machinery backing me to have it be worth it. So, you know, anybody that I actually spoke with, I would say, yeah, also write me in for this office, but you know, primarily vote for me for this one because no one was in the uh, the race. There were no candidates for register of probate. Now, wh- make, or no ballot-listed candidates. You'd make a terrible register of probate. Well, seeing <laughs> as how the register of probate has zero duties, then I don't really see how I could do a bad job at not having a duty. So right. go to freestateproject.org, learn more about what we've got going on here. It's an exciting movement that just keeps getting better as more people make the move here. So once again, freestateproject.org. Uh, we're going to continue. We'll keep telling our story here in a moment because I had heard from somebody at this election location where I was all day today in the morning that they were taking uh, flyers, the flyers I was giving out. They were taking them at the door. And so I went to investigate that. But first, let's go to Mike. He's listening in Chesterfield, New Hampshire. Mike, you're uh, listening to LRN.FM. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, not much. I was just on lunch, and I just want to say good luck. Uh, I'm not able to vote for you because I live, you know, uh, different part of New Hampshire. I don't live in Cave, but uh, saw you on the ballot. I want to say good luck. Well, I appreciate oh, that. Nice. Uh, were there any yeah. observations that uh, that you had of uh, going to vote today? Anything unusual happen, or was everything uh, okay? It was Pretty busy. That was about it. It was definitely busy most all day today. Uh, it looks like the turnout's going to be well over, I would say, 70%. Uh, 
at least yeah, at the like, yeah. yeah the ward I was at. Mike, thanks for the best wishes. I do appreciate hearing from you tonight at eight five five four fifty free. So I put out put out the word because here in New Hampshire we've got uh, you know a bunch of activists already, which means that the more again the more minds you have working on things, the more neat ideas will come up. So we have neat ways of communicating with one another. Uh, so one of those ways is the porcupine uh, pork pork four one one as it's called. Well, there's the pork four one one and keen four one one. Correct. Uh, and pork four one one, I left a pork four one one announcing it's a basically a voice messaging system you leave a message and then when you hang up the phone the system blasts out an email with an attached uh, mp3 file and then you know that email goes to however many subscribers there are i believe there are a few hundred people that receive this and these people are all across new hampshire and some even outside of new hampshire you can learn more at porcupine411.com so i sent out a pork411 kind of letting people know hey this just happened or i heard i want to check it out and kind of cluing people in I also put the word out on Keen 411 asking for someone to come and help me out because I didn't want to go in alone, not because I'm afraid to go in alone, but because it just it's better Accountability. to Well, it's better to have someone else hold a video camera if I'm going to be doing something right, in right. the video. And so I, I I said, you know, anybody else that could come out, I'd appreciate it. I'll I'll wait until that person comes out. Uh Conan came out, who's one of the activists behind uh, Shire TV. And so I have. He's my, also one of the co-founders of the New Hampshire Liberty Party. That's correct. Uh, at nh-liberty.info, and so Conan came out. I had my video camera in the car, went and got it, and we went up, kind of gave a little uh, summary of what was going on, and we went into the polling location to see what happens when you have a flyer in your hand, which is I'm walking in with a flyer. Yes, I am. Okay. Yes, I am. I am, yeah. And I uh, do not have a photo ID. Oh, whoa, 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 that's mine. Whoa, what are you doing? Ripping Excuse me, that is my flyer. Excuse me. And now handing it to some old man who appears to have a ride up his butt. I was taking notes. You can't do that either. And uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you, you, need, you feel the need to stage something, but you can't disrupt it. That I feel the need to stage something. You feel the you need can't. to... Stage something. You can't do Just that. Just like down in Palmer, Mass, you felt the need to videotape something that may possibly occur. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, I was staging something by walking in there to test their uh, procedures and finding out exactly what I had heard was true, that they were indeed taking flyers from people that were walking in, and in just snatching them from people's hands. This woman just snatches it right out of my Did hand, and I got clear video of it. anything? No. Because I couldn't hear anything. No. No, she basically says, you can't have that in here, as she's snatching it away from me. And, you know, I'm trying to hold on to it. She just rips it out of my hand. Yeah. And, uh, so and she was one of the uh, people she was a they volunteer. a greeter. Yeah, a she, volunteer was, she was greeter. a volunteer greeter. And this ended up being their excuse. I'm not going to play more of the video. I do have more, though, where we talk to the, the moderator, as it's called, of this particular uh, voting location. And then the guy that's the selectman. Uh, uh, you spoke with yeah. him. I don't know if you got video of that. No. Okay, so... So I'm pointing out here, look, this is nonsense. Uh, I'm walking into a voting precinct with a piece of paper in my hands. I could have notes on there, for instance, that I would like to... These are the know, people that I want to yeah, vote for. ...go into a voting booth and use to uh, to fill out the voting, uh, the, the poll. The and poll. my understanding is federal law allows you, or not allows, but 
protects your right to take a sample ballot into the poll with you. Yes. So I was pretty upset by this, and I, you know, they, I said, look, show me what law you're relying on here, because uh, this is news to me. This is ridiculous. They bring out the moderator, who's the woman in charge of the whole precinct. She comes out and she says, okay, let me get the law book. She goes, gets the law book, pages through it. Uh, she's paging through it, paging through it. She can't find what she's looking for. And she says, well, I'm going to call the clerk's office. So this is the city clerk. These are the people that are above her. And I'm going to find out from them what the law is. I know there's a law. I'm going to find out. Just So just hang on. And so she calls them up. And in the meantime, I'm talking to Conan. I'm like, well, let's go get another flyer and come back with another flyer and, uh, and see how they behave. Because I want, the, I want to see if they'll arrest me for it. Uh, because I'm pretty sure, having spoken to another bureaucrat who was also threatening people, there was a, the, the selectman you were talking about, yes. this old man who's been around in a number of different times that I've been at this voting precinct. He was outside, standing maybe about 50, 20 feet away from me before I went in to do this. He was outside telling people that I had handed the flyer to, you have to throw that away before you go inside. And of course... People don't know what the truth is. They don't know what the, their rights are. So they are doing as they're told. And they know people will do as they're told. Right. They know people are trained to be obedient. So when they walk, whether they walk in the door or somebody tells them to throw it away and they're snatched from them or they throw it away, either way, probably 100% of the people that walked into the polling place this morning were having their flyers confiscated from them because most people don't know that they can stand up for themselves. And so we'll come back with uh, more of this story because there's another part involving you, Daryl, here yes. in a moment. 855-450-FREE. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. Toll free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we share with you there. Uh, In the studio tonight, it's Ian. Daryl. Johnny Ray. And uh, once again, freetalklive.com. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us. Head over to shop.freetalklive.com. You will find links to Amazon there. You click into the correct Amazon. That is your preference. Amazon US, Amazon Canada, Amazon UK. They're all available. You click into the right one for you and Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price of uh, whatever it is you're buying. It's the same great Amazon prices you're used to. Uh, so you're shopping you know, through our link. It's just based Basically, giving us a cut of the sale, so Amazon doesn't make all of the profits. They send some of it to us when you enter through shop.freetalklive.com. Again, shop.freetalklive.com. And I also want to tell you about the Bitcoin. Unfortunately, Amazon does not yet take Bitcoins, but there are services out there that will allow you to pay through Amazon, through or with Bitcoin through Amazon. But that's that's another matter. 
Um, but Bitcoin's an interesting idea, and if you don't know about it yet, go to weusecoins.org to learn more about it. There's a great less than two minute long video that kind of a is a a brief give you a brief understanding of what it's all about. But Johnny Ray, you've been getting into to Bitcoins recently. In fact, uh, you're talking about selling me a couple of them uh, here tonight, and uh, I, I like that because I like the Bitcoin. I, I like that you can transfer money instantaneously around the world, almost without... instantaneously. It, well. Damn right you like bitcoins. I wanted to sell you my silver. Yeah. And you said, well, how about bitcoins? <laughs> Hold on. You rejected buying silver. It's true. I mean, And instead decided that you wanted to buy bitcoins. Bitcoins are cool, man. Do you I'm... plan on using these bitcoins on Bitcoin Friday, which is coming up at the end of this week? I like to sit on my bitcoins, Ian which... He's a forward thinker. He's a future man. I not not really no. If I were a forward thinker, I would have bought bitcoins when they were less than a dollar, and uh, I didn't. I could have. I knew about them, so but I didn't. Uh, but anyway, bitcoins. Learn more about them. They are mathematic. It's mathematically impossible to uh, to counterfeit these things. It's mathematically impossible to inflate them. This thing is an amazing product that does not, you know, was not created by a corporation. It was not created by a government. It was created by computer geeks who wanted to create a free market currency that is available to anyone who wants it. And so go to weusecoins.org to learn more and in addition to that, you can also uh, you can also go and uh, get your your bitcoins over at bitinstant.com. It's an easy way for you to turn cash into bitcoins once again you can visit bitinstant.com when you're ready to get started on your bitcoin journey because you know once you understand and and grasp bitcoins you have to get them and you can either get them by finding someone who will sell them to you or you can use some sort of a brokered service online use a service like bitinstant.com which i've used a number of times so uh, as i understand it bitinstant.com is going through an upgrade process and hopefully within a few days will have uh, returned to full service. It's there, and you can still use it for most of the things that it's useful for, but they've, they've had to... Uh, I guess the state came down on them in some way, shape, or form, so they're kind of having to restructure uh, the organization a little bit. Yeah, so once again, bitinstant.com, uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, Daryl, uh, you and I had an experience at the polls today, and if you want to yes, share your experience, you're welcome to do so if anything interesting happened to you. 855-450-FREE. Uh, I found out that people... The uh, people from the polling location were taking uh, the cards that I was handing out to folks and were basically just snatching them as soon as they walked in the front door and making ridiculous claims like it was illegal for them to have them in there. That, uh, that it was illegal for them to take a piece of paper into the voting area with them. Despite the fact that that federal law states that you have that right to take a voter guide or you know anything to remind you who you want to vote for. Well, they can say whatever they want. And there's no uh, real consequence for them lying to people, which I knew is what they were doing. I mean, I'm not an election expert or anything like that, but there's a difference between taking a piece of paper into a voting booth and handing things to people in the voting location. Yes. Right. So there's there's in most places, certainly in New Hampshire, there's a boundary and uh, they they have some kind of a line and arbitrary. They have uh, it well marked. 
No yes. campaigning beyond this point. beyond this point. It does not say no campaign material beyond this point. Right. It just says no campaigning. So you can what you should be able to walk right into the polling location, right into the voting booth with whatever campaign material you want, so long as you do not leave it in the voting booth for the next person to find, or hand it to someone else within that no campaigning area. Right. That's what the law actually says. It's very clear. But that doesn't stop these government bureaucrats from just out and out lying to people about what the law says and telling them it's illegal. And that's what they were doing. We caught them in the act. We caught them on video doing this. And Twice. Th- right. A second time. So we're still talking about the first time. So I end up talking to the, the moderator who lies. You know, Either she's lying or she's t- giving misinformation. Right. It's one or the other. Either she's purposefully telling something that's not true or she's just passing on misinformation she's been given and so she tells this you know gives me this misinformation and and i say all right well i'll call the attorney general's office she gives me the phone number she says she's going to call the city clerk she gets back to me and she says okay she was wrong she can uh you can bring something into the polling location but it has to be folded so no one can see what's on it who happens to be standing around you and i said that's not my understanding of what the law says what's the uh the law and she gives me the the number of the law and so i had actually previously looked that up because the other guy told me that's electioneering you can't do that so i'd already looked this up i pulled it up we looked at the definition she said it says you can't distribute or uh or leave basically or post distribute or post election or campaign information past that certain arbitrary line that boundary and i said well well, this isn't distributing. And she basically said that their interpretation is that the word distribute means to hold something in one's own hand. And I said, I'm sorry. So I don't think that's what distribute possession means. and distribution are the, same, are the thing. same thing. And I said that, that, you know, I don't agree with that. But at least at that point, she had consented to the idea of not having her doorman snatch things out of people's hands and had agreed that she would inform them that from this point on, they were they are to ask people to put it in their pocket or to fold it. Now, I wasn't happy with that, but it was a step in the right direction. So fine. it's better than having it stolen by right. the doorman. I'd love to see that kind of brutishness put on WMUR for everybody to see. Well, I don't know if the mainstream media will pick this story up a lot of times they ignore the most outrageous egregious offenses by these government guys so i go ahead and i cast my vote at this point i walk out and as i'm walking out uh you know i actually had another this is when i had the conversation with her but later the attorney general's office called me back because i'd left them a message and the attorney general's uh bureaucrat on the phone agreed with me 100 percent that Distribution is not just holding something in one's own hand while in the polling location that one does not need to cover up buttons or cover up a, uh, you know, a T-shirt. And what if you walk in with a Gary Johnson T-shirt on or something like that? Rip it off your back. Right. So, well, uh, in a lot of states, they will make you cover up T-shirts or buttons because, well, and the statutes are written differently in different places. So... You know, I've had a friend in West Virginia that wore a Ron Paul T-shirt to a polling place one time, and she was told to turn the shirt inside out. So she took the shirt off in public, flipped it inside out, and put it back on. Nice. So uh, the the attorney general agreed with me. Like this, what they were doing, even requiring people to fold the paper and or put it in their pocket, also not appropriate. And, uh, you know, she said that she would talk to someone there about that. So fine. 
That's that. I'm done. I voted. That's it. I'm going to go back to handing stuff out. So I continue handing stuff out. And later, Daryl shows up in the yes. afternoon. And we're talking about like 5 o'clock. So it's been several hours uh, since the initial incident happened. And after, like right after I had just finished telling you the story that I just finished telling on the air about what happened, a woman walks out from the polling location and says something to the effect of, they, they took- just took the flyer that you handed me. Wow. And I said, interesting. Ian, you want to go find out what's going on? Yep. So we got another flyer and Daryl, you know, was holding a flyer in his hand. And so like I walked in with a flyer with a video camera, I grabbed my camera, was recording Daryl this time, coming in with his flyer. Okay. Heard that you guys were taking yeah, we information to, from people, even if they're to try taking to it to use as... You can pick it up again. Yeah. Right. But people are using this so they know who to vote for. They're not distributing this in here, uh, and you guys are still taking a, it. Yeah, I don't want to Despite what the attorney general has I'm not called taking an said. argument about it. Like, just don't bring so it in. So you, you guys are violating the law. I don't. You're, think so. you're not allowed to take those from people. The attorney general already called earlier today and said that you can't take these at the door. Apparently, that doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter that the woman who was the moderator who appeared uh, who appears again to talk to us. Uh, you know, she she ends up claiming that. Oh, well, he's a new volunteer, and I've just been so busy, I haven't had a chance to tell him how to properly do things. We'll come back with more. Election Day is fast approaching. As Americans, we're looking to vote in a new batch of Washington's best, brightest, and morally bankrupt flim-flam artists that money can buy. These irresponsible, unaccountable politicians will try to convince us that red is more fashionable than blue, or that blue is superior to red. These hucksters all want us to know that it's okay to bend over for their big business friends. In our hearts, we all know that no matter what color we choose, we're going to get screwed. Oh, yeah. The staff at Vava Voom says let's get screwed in style. From naughty to nice, Vava Voom has all the top brands of adult novelties, DVDs, sexy lingerie, and supplements that will help keep your bedroom heated these cold winter nights. Let Vava Voom help you get your kink on. Prefer to shop naked? Oh, yeah. Fulfill even your naughtiest fantasies online at shopvavavoom.com. That's shopvavavoom.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that uh, are waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com with you tonight. It's Ian. Daryl. And Johnny Ray. We will take your calls about whatever's on your mind. We've been telling you about some of the shenanigans that Daryl and I experienced today. We also heard from a caller from New York who experienced some pretty ridiculous things at uh, his voting precincts, specifically them telling him that he had to vote for a presidential candidate in order to have any of his other votes counted. Uh, That was pretty outrageous. What did you experience? 855-450-FREE. Besides the uh, really large turnout today, and people were in a mostly good mood, Uh, the weather was decent but freezing cold uh, here in New Hampshire, you and I, Daryl, were out all day long at uh, polling places across the area and doing outreach because we're both running political campaigns here in town. 
And we uh, came across a situation which involved people's rights being violated wholesale uh, as people were walking into the voting uh, precinct holding our flyers. They were having them snatched from their hands and or were told to throw them away because having them in the polling precinct was illegal. Now, most people believe what they're told. Most people believe, oh, this is a bureaucrat. This is an election worker. They must know what they're talking about. I must be in violation of this law. I don't want to get arrested. I'll throw this away. So they went ahead and did that. But thankfully, a couple of them had the foresight or the you know, afterthought, rather, to uh, to tell us what had happened. So we went in with a video camera more than once during the same eight-hour period and discovered that they, even though we had you know, basically taught them that this is not the way it's supposed to go. Because and we, had the attorney general back you up on right. being right. That's right, and uh, so we had the we had the law on our side. We had the attorney general on our side. They uh, the election lady, the lady, the uh, moderator, as she's called, supposedly was uh, telling these volunteers how to do things. She supposedly said she was going to change how she was telling them to do, to do things, but obviously she didn't because it happened again. We went in there and caught them red handed. We caught them red handed twice on video. Uh, it happened, and then after that. Uh, and after you know, after excoriating them a second time about, hey, you can't do this. You sh- you shouldn't be doing this. This is illegal. What you're doing, stopping people from coming in here. We we go back out, and then a few minutes later, another lady went in to test this. We had yes. a, we were talking to some of the other uh, folks that were holding signs out in front of the election. Oh, and it uh, was place. so funny. She said, "Give me one. I want to see what they tell me." <sighs> yes. You're not you're not seriously going to tell me they did it a third time, are you? They told her it was illegal to have it in yes. there. Yes. That's crazy. Two. Two is too many. And yep. three, that's one more than too many. And then after they told her it was illegal, a friend of ours showed up and I said, take this with you. I know you're going to vote for me, but just take this with you. And when you come back out, let me know what happens. Well, wound up, she went to the wrong voting precinct. So she came out. Much quicker than expected. Just like a woman. And, God, Johnny Ray, you were horrible. And I asked her, I said, what happened? She said, well, uh, this isn't the right precinct. I'm supposed to go vote down at the rec center. And I'm like, yeah, but what happened with the flyer? She said, oh, they told me I had to put it in my pocket, that I couldn't have it in my hand visible. That's the magical, the magical possession distribution. So they're just telling lies and misinforming and intimidating and attempting to scare people. And basically, this was also there's one other aspect, a couple of the aspects of this. There was another lady who was handing out flyers for herself who we did On not plain white pieces of paper, right? And so she was not having her people assaulted by these bureaucrats at the door now maybe it's because their pieces of paper were smaller than ours were or less noticeable but it certainly seems like we were being targeted because we're the liberty activists and they know who we are and they know they don't want us to uh, to win any elections so they're pulling out all the stops to try to prevent us from from uh, from winning i mean these are the same people that have actually tried to prevent me from even getting on the ballot in the first place through various different shenanigans in the past so we come across uh the assistant city clerk who is a really nice guy and i've got really good rapport with him and so i let him know about what was going on and he was just you know shocked couldn't believe this was happening you know this shouldn't he agreed with us, obviously, and he said this is not how he's been training people. I said, well, somebody 
has been telling these volunteers to do this. Yeah. Somebody between you and the volunteer has been instructing them as to how to handle people that walk in the door with a yellow uh, flyer in their I hands. Sus- I suspect that when the other people, the non-Ian people and the non-Daryl people, when they went in, they were probably treated a little more politely and didn't have the things. They didn't just approach them and yank, snatch, snatch them out. out of their hand. Yeah. I suspect you're right about that. But unfortunately, we didn't test that, and we, sh- we probably should have. We sh- should have sent someone in with just like a white sheet of paper and see if they did something else like that. But either way, what we caught them doing was absolutely egreg- egregious and outrageous. And then just to, be, just to ice the cake, this selectman comes out later on. Now, this is the guy that had been threatening people outside of the polling. So there were people that were walking inside, and they were having their papers taken from them and threatened. And apparently and- had told you that he was sent there to give you a hard time? Right. Actually, after the attorney general called me and, and told me that I was right, I I saw the guy again, and I made eye contact with him, and he said, you know, he looked at me like, you know, what? What's up? Uh, and this is this old, old guy, I mean, you know, probably 77 or something like that. And I said, I basically, I'm now paraphrasing, I didn't get this on video, but I, I basically told the guy, hey, look, I talked to the attorney general and they confirmed that uh, you're telling lies to people. So I'd appreciate it if you would leave uh, the voters alone. Thank you very much. So later he comes out when you're here, Daryl. And what did he what did he say? He said, uh, would you please move over to the sidewalk because uh, you're blocking people from coming in? And this is an area. It's probably you could fifteen drive feet wide. Two cars yes. through this area, side by side, and you said something, and then I said, "Are you?" I said, asking, "I'm doing fine." I said, "I'm doing or fine." Or are you telling? I'm asking. Well, if you're asking, then no, I will not move because I'm not blocking anybody. No one has complained. I haven't gotten in anybody's way. People are easily able to walk around us, but. Bureaucrats like this. And then he mumbled under his breath, a-holes. Really? Yes. I did not hear that part. I heard that, and the city clerk said, just leave him alone. He said that to his uh, selectman. To the selectman. I see. Just leave him alone. Yeah. Good. Well, uh, so this guy is, you know, he's one of these bureaucrats that gets off on having as much power as he can as he can have. I mean, he's the selectman. He's not a cop. He's not, you know, some high-level ranking How bureaucrat. does one become a selectman? I think it's an elected position, but I'm not I'm not clear on that. Um, but bureaucrats have a tendency to want to flex their authority and, you know, make you do something. Respect so, my authority. This is a common tactic. You'll see the police do it a lot, but even lower bureaucrats will will attempt to do it as well because, you know, for the most part with most people, it works. If a bureaucrat who's wearing, you know, he's got his name badge on, uh, if a bureaucrat with a name badge on or a badge of some sort comes up to somebody and tells them, uh, please move over here, they'll do it uh-huh. because most people are obedient. They're he trained to do what they're told. Please. Oh, he didn't. He said, would you? Would you? Well, that's yeah. asking a question. That's yeah. not telling me or, you know, being polite. Yeah. With move over there. Oh, this was not a polite man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you, so most people would do what they're told, but we did not do it, and boy, did that really frustrate him. So that was kind of our day. And at it's the not polls. even what we were told. He just yeah. asked. He yeah. asked. No, I'm not going to go. I'm fine. And he stated fine. that he was making a request, yeah. and I said no. Well, I'm you okay. you said you said to him the only thing I disagreed with of what you said was that if he said he was giving you uh, an order if that he you would do it. If he was telling me, 
And I would not have. I would have waited for the police to come, and then well, if and they told me. To here's the only way. reason that I said that yeah. is because I know that you know basically they get to make the rules there. So mm-hmm. if he says you know, oh everybody now we're changing it from a thousand feet from the door to fifteen hundred, so everybody goes over there. He couldn't do that. No, that's right. uh, that's legislative. But if it was a thing of everybody that's campaigning must stand over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give you that. I see what you're saying. 855-450-FREE. What did you experience today when you were out of the polls? Maybe you were just there to vote and you saw something outrageous. Or maybe you, like we were, were there for a long time and you had the opportunity to see them do something ridiculous to folks. 855-450-FREE. You take control. Bring up whatever you want. Free Talk Live. Hello, my friends. It's an election year and everybody wants you to vote for someone. I'm your verbal surgeon here to remind you to always vote for yourself first because you are an amazing individual of incredible talent and great skill. We need you to make this country a better place. Vote for yourself and vote for verbalsurgery.com to help you do that, baby. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Lots of features are there. You can enjoy them on us. News updates are included. You can get signed up for our email updates and also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can link to all of those over at news.freetalklive.com. That's news.freetalklive.com. Now, the email updates the best way to get all the news about Free Talk Live, but we give you more than just the news on Facebook and Twitter. You get uh, you know maybe questions during the show, observations, links to show prep, stuff like that. In fact, I just posted a link uh, via Facebook and Twitter right now, just before the uh, the break there, the break ended there, of the man who was blindfolded, who is actually a Free State Project participant. Uh, he blindfolded himself today. He knelt for over two hours. Uh, one of the local activists saw him there for at least two hours, and he may have been there for a much longer period. Dems uh, against Delmar. But yeah, he's a, he's a uh, local Democrat who is campaigning against the guy who I'm running against, and this man is a uh, the Democrat in this case is a sociopath who wants to uh, encourage people to snitch on their friends uh, for possession of marijuana. He wants to bring back the firing squad, ban guns from all public buildings, as I understand it. So uh, this, you know, this is a pretty serious protest to, to kneel for two hours straight or longer uh, while blindfolded in what was 30-degree uh, temperatures yes. today. So kneeling on the cold New Hampshire ground, not a comfortable position uh, to be in. This is a pretty hardcore yeah. street theater. So you can see that photo if you uh, check out our Twitter or our Facebook right now. I just linked to it. And Johnny Ray, uh, don't you have an update on Ian Drace real quick? I do. He's not doing well. Oh, well, that's how it goes. As, as, well, they already what is reported? it, 10% right now? It looks like, if I'm reading this right, four of five precincts have been counted. Ian is in third place, 10%. Damn. Delmar Burge has 38%. Oh, man, I was hoping to at least get into the uh, the 20th percentile. Delmar Burge has... 4,409 votes, and wow. I, Freeman, has 1,200. 
So 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line, uh, blockchain.info, an online Bitcoin wallet that you can go and get for free. Uh, and it actually allows you to send Bitcoins via email to your Facebook friends or to anyone's cell phone number in just about every country around the world. You can do it all for free at blockchain.info. Plus, they've got apps for Android and jailbroken iPhones. Once again, blockchain.info. Uh, so we're going to continue. We'll take your calls here. Let's go to the phones and the fun. We'll talk to Sam listening in Oklahoma. Sam, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, I uh, just heard you mention Bitcoins, and I want to let you guys know that um, through listening to you guys, I've, I've really gotten turned on to Bitcoins quite a bit. Um, unfortunately, there's not that many people here in Oklahoma that use them, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm kind of the same mindset of, you and Mark, that I think that they're going to be pretty big. So I'm, I'm kind of sitting on mine right now. But cool. uh, something I've been doing is uh, every paycheck, I, I, I think one of your co-hosts is also doing something tomorrow where he puts part of his paycheck into um, silver, bitcoins, I think it's bitcoins. And, yep. um, You're talking about I'm me, kind of I doing, think. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm kind of trying to do the same thing uh, and to switch it up every month, bitcoins one month and silver the next. So... Um, but uh, had really good experiences with both at Instant and uh, Minus Resources. So um, thanks for putting me in touch with those guys. Yeah, no problem. And yeah, um, also uh, a while back I'd heard that the LRN app um, for the iPhones isn't working. And um, I was listening to it earlier today. So has it been fixed? Or uh, no, it's that? not available any longer, as I understand it. So if you had downloaded it previously, it would uh, presumably continue to work. But I uh, believe it is not available for download. That's what I was told by the author of the, the okay. program. Okay, cool. Well, um, well, it's not cool, but, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Well, no, it's free, and uh, I didn't pay for great. it, so I can't, yeah. you know, beggars well, can't be choosers. No, and I, I downloaded it. Fortunately, I downloaded it before it went off, so I still have self-access to it. Hopefully someone will pick that up. Cool. But, um, anyways, so what else did you want to share? I, well, uh, I, um, I did go and vote today. I didn't have any of the concussion against that you guys uh, went through. Oh, but. yeah, you're in uh, Oklahoma, so you only had two choices on your ballot for president. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, only two choices. Um, I, Did I you spoil the ballot? Um, no, I, I voted in uh, – there's several local elections that um, I think are pretty important, uh, the sheriff and that kind of thing, and some of the state questions. And so I voted in those things and uh, left the presidential uh, ballot mark empty. So, Daryl, when you said um, spoil the ballot, what's that mean? Uh, well, there were some people, and I was among them, who were advocating uh, just taking the pen or pencil, whatever you know, writing utensil they give you to fill out the ballot, and just putting a giant X over the presidential section of the ballot. That way, you know, leaving it blank is good too. But just, you know, making a very noticeable mark of, I am boycotting this race. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. Do you think they would have thrown out the whole ballot because of that? Uh, probably hmm. not. It, still, it, would either it way, it's, the Scantron? it would probably screw up yeah. the Scantron, and they would have to hand count that. Ah, okay. And it would definitely get marked as an undercount, which you're uh, leaving blank gets marked as an undercount. What does that mean, right. an undercount? Meaning, uh, let's say there are 50,000 ballots cast. 
but there are only 49,400 votes for one particular race. That means that it's undercounted by wait, wait, whatever the difference. 600. <laughs> yes. Say, thanks for sharing your uh, experience today, Sam. I appreciate hearing from you. Maybe yeah. you can get out of Oklahoma someday because, as I understand it from Daryl, it's one of the most restrictive ballot uh, measures. Like, yes. They're one of the most difficult yeah. places to get on the ballot. Yes. It, no, uh, it is, so, is. It's so difficult in Oklahoma that no one other than a Republican or Democrat has been on the ballot for president since 2000. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate wow. it. Let's go to Dylan listening in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Dylan. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I um, actually had two things real quick. Um, you were talking earlier about whenever you get to uh, the polling location and uh, wearing uh, like a Gary Johnson, for example, uh, shirt. Um, I actually opted for something a little different that I thought was kind of uh, ironic at, at the end. It was I wore my copwalk.org shirt. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I wore the, uh, the Who Owns You shirt with the new logo on the back. Mm-hmm. So I got a, cu- a couple good uh, a couple good looks, especially from the chief of police from town. <laughs> what part so, of Pennsylvania uh, are you in? Uh, it's South Central Pennsylvania near Hershey, which is um, you know where they make chocolate. If you guys can sure. obtain yeah. that up in New Hampshire, um, yes, we can obtain the other chocolate. Thing, <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other thing that I wanted to kind of let you know about was I actually tweeted you guys about forty five minutes ago. Um, if you through, it'll be uh, under my Twitter name. I actually tweeted you a photograph of a police car. And the police car was parked illegally by the chief of police who nice. was inside uh, the polling location. Yep. Two sets of rules. One set for them. The rest uh, are for us. And this is not hard to find, by the way, the police parking in all kinds of places. Uh, we had a local places. activist give a cop a ticket yep. for doing that. Just happened the other day here. Thanks for the call, Dylan. More coming up. Yep. You take control. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. We've got a lot of stuff uh, on our site, and we give it all away to you. In fact, uh, one of those features is archives that go way back. We've got the bulletin board system, the mobile site, the webcam, and it's all for free. And if you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll get a list of things you can do to help Free Talk Live Get into more ears around the world. Uh, you can get a free bumper sticker, get web graphics and other things that you can download and utilize like flyers, print them out, post them up, distribute them. Uh, once again, you can go to uh, promote.freetalklive.com. We go to Nemi listening in Keene to Liberty 94.3. Nemi, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, How what's are you? On, what's on your mind? Hey, Nemi. Hi, Hi. Nemi. I, I just got back into town from Concord, and as I was coming into town, I, t- I tuned into the show, and I was hearing you describe some of the problems that you were having, and I'm 
disappointed that I was disappointed to learn that I am not the only one who had some difficulty today. Are you surprised or just disappointed? What kind of difficulty did you have? No, this is um, really my first um, my first experience distributing any sort of literature or doing any sort of campaigning or sign holding. Mm-hmm. And you were uh, handing out literature for both Daryl and myself this morning at uh, one of the polling locations. That's right. That's right. And um, I was really motivated. I mean, Ian, I do like you guys, but I do not like Burge at all. And to clarify something that you... That's the guy I was running against. Yeah, he's um, he's not only... He didn't only want to ban handguns in public buildings. He wanted to ban them on uh, public property. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's... Uh, the bill that he presented the last time he was in office was absolutely terrible. Well, according so to was, Johnny Ray's early election results, he's run away with the uh, the election and uh, and just destroyed me. Looks like I'm going to be up in Concord a lot more in the coming session then. He'll but certainly give us plenty of things to talk about. Activist carpools. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was um I was really surprised this morning with um some of the treatment um, at Ward One, which shares the building with the Keene Police Department. And I and another activist were out um, handing out literature and just being friendly. You know, my friend Ian is running for office, and I hope you might consider voting for him today. I have some information if you're interested. And uh, two keen police came out and hassled me. Um, I was I was not supposed to be part of standing on the pavement, um, so I was told to move on to a mulched area. And then when I was on the mulched area, I was told that that was not good enough, so I needed to move across the pavement I just wasn't supposed to stand on and stand on some grass. And now, they're so, telling you to move around within what would, what should be the election, you know, the election outreach area, right? Like, there's a very... Well, here's del- the thing. They, they have the area posted. There right. are signs of it say no campaigning beyond this point. And, but the, the, the distance from the entrance wasn't something that I knew. And apparently it's defined by statute, but it's further um, narrowed down by city ordinance particularly for Ward 1, mm-hmm. and I needed to actually go to the city clerk's office. Now, this was after I had talked with the ward moderator, just trying to figure out where it was that I could stand, because I knew I was far enough away from the entrance, and I wasn't obstructing traffic or making a scene or, you know, dressed like that girl or anything. It was not a distraction. The cops were just out flexing their muscles and threatening people, me, namely. And uh, so I went in and I talked to her, and she was rude to me, didn't really have much to say to me. And she said she would call the city clerk. I said, well, I'd be happy to go down and talk to her personally. Oh, no, she's much too busy. The city <laughs> clerk had plenty of time to talk to me. She was happy to explain the R saves to me, give me the numbers for the ordinances, and clear this up. And when I went back down to Ward 1, the tune for this moderator person had completely changed. Hmm. It was because there was a representative from the New Hampshire Attorney General's office standing with her. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, according to statute, are in control of this area, and I would like you to instruct the police to not harass people who aren't breaking the law. So she did. Huh. And, and unfortunately, she broke the law in doing what she did, because where she instructed the police is beyond the 75 feet that's allowed by statute. So me and my long measuring tape we're down there measuring off 75 feet <laughs> police department i've already had uh i too ian had a nice conversation with the attorney general's office in concord today 
And yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to getting to the bottom of this because great. Well, it, I, I hope that uh, that you'll be able to head this up because there's a lot of uh, outrageous behavior on the part of these election bureaucrats. And uh, you know, do they treat everybody like this, or is it just uh, the Liberty activists? I, I, I don't know that I was singled out as a Liberty activist because yeah. I am a native. Well, you no. but you were uh, you were advocating for liberty activists to be elected, which I am a known associate. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're on a list. They've, they've got you the now. List. You got your I, number. I guess they have the free stater category in the in the gang database. They do. You're not joking you know, about that. No. They have a free stater entry when you get booked into uh, jail or the police department. They have an entry for gang affiliation, and there's a free stater selection. But when they select it, it says next to it, it says in parenthesis non-gang. So they use the gang category to indicate it's whether, a gang, but it's not a gang. Yeah. Hey, Nemi, thanks for sharing. Anything <laughs> right. else you want thanks, to thanks, Nemi? Get out there. No, tonight. I just wanted I wanted to say, you know what? I'm really disappointed, I, and I, I the impression I got from the city clerk was that she knew. She knew her stuff. The impression I got from the town or the ward moderator was that she didn't have a clue. And so I'm interested in finding out what exactly it takes to become a ward moderator and what the time investment is. And if they don't know what the, what the law is, how can they adequately instruct the police? And if the police don't know what the law is, why are they out hassling people who aren't breaking Because the they law? can. I thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. Nemi, of course, our Wednesday night uh, co-host there. Marcus, also calling from our very own Keen on the amp lines. Hey, Marcus. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, great. I, I, um, so I'm new to New Hampshire this year, and uh, I moved as part of the Free State Project. And uh, I went to vote today, and I uh, I registered to vote today when I walked into my polling place. That's something you can and, do in uh, New Hampshire, but not in a lot of other places. Right. And not only did I register today, but I also did it without any ID. I brought no ID with me. Nice. Very good. And, yeah, so that was a very interesting experience to actually be allowed by the uh, controllers, you know, to, to vote with no ID. Just fill out some extra paperwork. Um, I did get to vote for uh, both Ian and Daryl. I got to vote for Daryl twice because I wrote him in for uh, the Register of Probate. Uh, so that was exciting. Um, but it's really upsetting to hear about you know all this abuse of power uh, that these election officials uh, you know are exercising on you and other uh, you know people, whether they're liberty minded or not. You know, these people, they have their little bit of power, and they just let it go right to their head. And uh, are they going to be held responsible for this? Uh, Probably not. Is there going to be a re-election because of what they've done? No, of course not. They're probably (laughs) appointed. Yeah, and, and... here they have the power they're they're abusing it and to everyone else's detriment um and i just today from voting i just have to say that i i didn't really like voting uh, i liked voting for you guys i know you uh but just the exercise of voting it's it's upsetting because the reality is you're really just choosing your neighbor's oppressor yeah. and uh it's not really an enjoyable thing, and not something I really want to wear a sticker for. No, I I refuse the sticker. Um, I'm you know I'm not proud of uh, the system. I don't like the system, but I realize it is what it is. And those people that went out to vote today, and the turnouts looks 
looks like they're going to be pretty big, at least here in New Hampshire, probably nationwide. But uh, these people are not going to stop voting anytime soon. This this dream that some of the liberty activist community has that, well, we'll just convince everyone to stop voting. Uh, sorry, that's not even a realistic possibility for the the future at all. You know, right. so you might as well participate in it to attempt to minimize damage to people as much as possible. Marcus, was there more you wanted to share? No. Uh, thanks, guys. Hey, w- welcome to New Hampshire. Glad you got the chance to participate and uh, appreciate you uh, doing that. Thanks for the call tonight. 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Of course, as the night rolls on, uh, election polls, polling locations across the country will be closing. Uh, we'll give you some updates here. You can take control as well. Bring up anything. Are you a fan of beer, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rots network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com with you here tonight. It's Ian. Daryl. And Johnny Ray. Those features on our site uh, do include listening options. Live streams are there. We've got the broadband version of the show, mid-band and narrow-band versions. Uh, They're all three free for you. You can listen around the clock to the latest episode of Free Talk Live at your leisure. It's always there for you. Uh, In addition to that, we've got over 110 radio stations across the country that air the show at various different times throughout the week. You can learn about those at listen.freetalklive.com. Our satellite listening choices are also included. Uh, XM Satellite Radio is there, as well as uh, free-to-air KU Band Channel, which you can get uh, with a very minimal investment in equipment, and then you don't have to pay a monthly fee webcam and listen lines by the way speaking of xm i'm actually going to be on uh sirius xm tonight on the playboy channel uh, at 11 o'clock eastern time what time do the strippers show up uh, I, I think that uh the, the shows are hosted by playboy bunnies so i, don't, I wouldn't call them strippers but uh, they are playboy girls right but no what time the do they show up here, oh, here in this studio no sorry it doesn't work that way i'll be on the phone uh, and they will be in their studio wherever it is that they are so if you uh if you are a listener to xm Sirius, you can flip over at 11 o'clock at night eastern time and you should hear me for about 15 minutes of their show they're going to be talking with me about the election so that should be interesting i've never been on uh with these folks before so we'll see what happens and going to be doing it all off the cuff extemporaneously have you been preparing uh, be no, doing some some curls really. or some push. They did tell me Chip and Dale outfit hidden in the closet. They did tell me one of the questions they were going to ask, and that is, if you were president, dot dot dot. So I get to fill in the blanks on that one. So that should be kind of fun. Uh, and by the way, you can go to uh, their website. By the way, I think SiriusXM.com. And sign up for a free demo. So if you want to hear what they're what they're talking about, you know, you can do that. They'll let you have it for like a free month or something. So pretty cool. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Let's go to the phones. Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Gene. Hi, guys. I just wanted to tell you what my election day experiences were like. Sure. I started off with uh, 
one last Ron Paul sine wave. I went down to a, a busy street and parked the uh, Ron Paul Liberty Corvette and got in my V for Vendetta costume and did a Ron Paul sine wave. I got a lot of people honking mm-hmm. and giving me thumbs up. This is something I've wanted to do throughout the whole campaign was to get in my V for Vendetta costume. The only time I did it up to this point was the uh, the march in uh, Washington, D.C. with the troops. I, w- I wore the costume there, but most people are saying, you know, they don't want to see the V for Vendetta costume associated with the Ron Paul thing. So I figure, well, nobody can claim if I do it today because it's all over anyway. You know, it doesn't matter anymore. But there are some people that are holding out hope that he'll run again in 2016 because he made that joke on Jay, Jay Leno. Leno. Yeah. Well, it's unlikely. I, I think that's a pretty slim chance of that happening. But it, it was, it is actually the final days of the Ron Paul campaign, and it's not the final days of the Liberty Movement by any means, but uh, just kind of as one last act of defiance, I wanted to don my costume and stand out on a street corner and just say, you know, F you to the the whole... (laughs) Did you hang out with Vermin Supreme today? Yeah, yeah. So I've I've got to go listen to that show of of vermin i didn't hear that yet i gotta go back and get it you can do that over at the free talk live soundcloud channel we've clipped out the interview it's obviously included in our saturday night show if you want to hear the whole show but if you just want to share just the vermin supreme interview with your friends uh, you can do that just go to soundcloud.freetalklive.com scroll down a little bit you'll see vermin's smiling face there and that'll be what you want click the share button and that'll help you out Uh, gene anything else you want to share tonight I guess that's about all. Any predictions for the uh, for the election results? Well, I've been predicting Obama all along, but it, I don't know. Looking at the early results, it might be Romney. It really doesn't matter a whole lot as far yeah. as liberty is concerned because they're both anti-liberty. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of uh, more scared if Romney wins because we'd have eight years of that so-and-so and only four years left of Obama. And uh, then when if Obama wins, at least in four years, maybe they could get somebody else. But, I mean, four years is a long time from now. The economy is going to be a whole lot worse. I don't know. Uh, you know, things will be pretty tough in four years. So I don't know what it'll look like. And now down in Tennessee, you guys actually had some pretty decent candidates to choose from for most of the offices. Or at least, you know, based on uh, my looking at the ballot access and who has filed you know there there were several libertarians that filed for u.s house yeah that's cool but nobody ever votes for him so what good does it do right well he at least had options of more than you know the guy in oklahoma that his option was leave it blank or vote for you know clown one or clown two Mm -hmm. yeah i voted constitution party and everything else but Thanks, Gene, for the call tonight. Do appreciate hearing from you. 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Johnny Ray, you can't really relate to much of this. You don't vote. Uh, you know, you you stayed home today, I imagine, or, or went to work or whatever. I was at the library. I was making eyes at the librarian when I was supposed to be doing show prep. But I do. I, I must. And what did the librarian say? He was making eyes at her. I don't know if that meant that she talked to him. <laughs> Is that does making eyes mean that you were creeping her or that you were uh, you were actually making eye contact with her? What is define making eyes? I guess that were means you I was creeping with him her. or not. <laughs> no, it was 
well, observing all, from a uh, an undisclosed location exactly. or from a distance. All the little old ladies just, just checking them out and winking, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, I thought you were going to suggest that the uh, librarian was a young lady that uh, was attractive. Right? Uh, no, that's no, no. no. Uh, so, 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 last segment, I, m- I must take issue with with what you said, and I don't Which remember part? exactly what it was, but the part about not voting and why that is wrong. Well, I don't think it. Wait, I didn't. He didn't did say, I, say it was, it was wrong. wrong. Well, what did you say? Um, I don't think I've said anything about it. Whether it being whether it's wrong. Are you or talking not. about a libertarian or or some of the, the libertarian, libertarian dream, dream of no one showing up? Is to that the no polls? one will show up? Well, no, not the libertarian dream. There are certainly people within the liberty movement who have this view, uh, this idea that they're going to somehow convince everybody to stop voting. And that that's going to bring the system to its knees. I think that the change is going to be totally incidental to voting. It's going to be – it's not going to have anything to do with people getting elected. That is – I'm not totally confident in that, but I and, – and I'm thinking out loud here. I don't think majorities – there's anything inherently right or wrong about majorities. I don't mm-hmm. – think it's necessarily valuable to go out and try and persuade majorities especially these people who who register to vote you're not going to convince them to vote for liberty they don't understand that concept they get really jazzed about Apparently, going out and and with and putting their obama t-shirt on and their romney t-shirt on all the all the 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 hive like activity going on out there was all about the presidential race mm mm-hmm. mhm Nobody voted for you. You said you said nobody voted for the libertarians in Tennessee. So what difference did it make? You didn't win, Daryl. You didn't win. I think what you guys did was 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 awesome as far as it was very healthy and it's great to go out and get into society. And I could learn a lesson from you in that. But but I think you should fight. You should play these games to win. And I don't think you're you're gonna win. And I think if you do win, it means the battle I, was, has already been won on a different front. I doubt you're I, defining I, winning by getting elected. Winning, in my opinion, anyway. And I know that there are other people that agree. It's about spreading the ideas. That much I did. I mean, I had a, an, a I had an appearance on the radio locally. You openly talked about secession. Right. Secession was a key element to my and campaign. And we're not looked at like some crazy guy with 15 heads all spinning around in circles. Well, I might, I might have been. I mean, 90% of the people didn't vote for me, but uh, but 10% did. Uh, and of course, you never know why people vote for you, right? So, uh, you know, just because 10% of people voted for me, and we don't have the final numbers, but, uh, but just because around 10% or for whatever it was voted for me, doesn't mean that they knew that I supported secession. Uh, it doesn't mean anything necessarily but 10 percent did vote for me and i did have secession as a main uh, portion of my campaign and when i was out greeting people today as you were coming to uh, vote and handing out uh, information to them there were some people that you know refused the flyer because they'd already read what i wrote in the newspaper interview so every candidate gets at least up here you know the newspaper sends out a questionnaire you get to fill that out and they print your answers unmolested so I got to talk about ending victimless crime laws and uh, seceding from the United States. 
and you know, no editor was tinkering around with uh, with my statements. Yeah, and the beautiful thing about New Hampshire is this is a state where it just it the results and the things that happen here shut my mouth. There's more coming up here at eight five five four fifty free. You can take control of the airwaves. Let's talk a little bit more about the non-voting idea and take your calls as well. A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum Vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed. With brain implants and artificial gravity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system. On a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum Vibe. There's a robot girl and zany creatures made with genetically engineered features. And corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from others' ingenuity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system. On a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. We're here, and it is the live election night edition of the program. We haven't really mentioned any of the results. I I can't stand Thank goodness Mark's not here, by the way. Uh, he, he was coming back from uh, D.C., and I guess I got a late start today. Probably we're up late partying or something like that after the uh, third-party debates. He went, went down for the final third-party debate last night. Uh, but he called me earlier today saying they weren't. he wasn't going to be able to make it on time tonight, and we're now into the third hour of the show, and he still hasn't come. Uh, so I presume that means he's not showing at all. I don't think he's going to make it yeah. tonight. I presume that means he's not showing at all. And that's good, because whenever it's an election night, Mark is constantly harping over the results. Like, even though it's now 9 o'clock Eastern time, and the polls haven't even closed in California yet... Uh, he's constantly like checking, 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 checking. What? Oh, there's zero percent of reporting. What's it say? What's it say? And like wants to talk about it on the air. And I totally don't care about what percentage it is and where who's reporting where. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Only it'll only matter a little bit later on once it's all done and, and tallied. Uh, and even then, it won't matter because, as you know, we pointed out, whoever it wins, still doesn't we matter. lose. You know, whoever <laughs> yep. wins at the uh, the national level, we you know we're all going to lose out. So I don't know. Maybe we'll check in later toward the end of the show and give you an update or something like that. But it's just so premature to say who's well. So according to six percent, six percent of the polling locations are reporting back, and it looks like Romney's got it. Or There's only whatever. been a handful of races that I've asked either of you about. Yeah, all of them local races. And well, right, those numbers are in. Like here in, in know, the Keene area, most of them are. Yeah, well, the one in Keene, uh, your race in Keene, the results yep. are in. We can't find countywide results, so I have no clue how I'm doing. And then when we last checked, Mark Warden, who is, in my opinion, the best state rep in New Hampshire, possibly the best state rep in the country, mm-hmm. no results were in for his race yet. 
Yeah, I am interested in finding out what happens with Mark Warden. Mark Warden uh, is a great liberty activist. He's a Free State Project participant. If you've listened to the show for even a short period of time, you've probably heard his uh, advertisement. He's been uh, an advertiser with Free Talk Live for quite a while porcupine now. Porcupine Real Estate. Uh, he you does Porcupine Real Estate, yep. Free and State. And you're looking for some, some real estate. Randall sings it so much better than you really do. Great. Mark Warden does a great job, and yes. uh, and you know he's a good realtor, and he's a great activist, and was really a principled guy in the New Hampshire State Legislature, which is one of the reasons why the Democrats at a national level targeted his campaign to take him out. The number he, one guy in New Hampshire to take out. I don't know if he was number one. They only chose two races in New Hampshire, and he was one of two. So they decided that of all the races in the whole country, Mark Warden was one of 60 races nationwide that they were targeting to take him out. So that's going to be a real uh, important, you know, I guess... uh, indicator of uh, of the you know free state project and and the success and you know whether that's going to continue rolling forward which whether or not mark does or not people are going to keep moving here and things are going to roll forward but hopefully he will win and he'll win decisively but we'll keep you in the loop on that if we learn more about it you mentioned my race uh daryl i was running for state rep as a libertarian candidate in a race against two democrats in a democratic city uh, Keen, if you're a Democrat, you win. That's pretty much how it works. Uh, the numbers are coming back. There were a couple of Republican challengers to some of the Democrats in a couple of the wards in but Keene. But not in your di- correct in the district in which you were running. The Republicans got trashed as they uh, normally do. In my case, I was running in all of Keene against these two Democrats, one of whom was less than popular compared to the other Democrat, but. They still both took it away. Uh, The final results are in. And of the total votes cast, I got about 10%. But I don't think that's the right way to look at it. That's of ballots cast in that race. In that race. Right. Total ballots cast, we know that there were a lot of undervotes because... People who didn't vote in that that race? Well, during one of the commercial segments, someone came over with numbers from one particular ward... Mm -hmm. And rattled off, what, 1,900 undervotes or blanks in that particular ward for state rep? That's really disturbing. Yeah. Does that mean that that uh, that the whole thing was left blank or that... The, no, just in that particular race. And it was vote race, for two. Meaning that those people voted for zero of two? They or either voted for zero of two or one of two. That's why this race is so hard to really call or calculate the, the numbers on. So, like, when I ran the numbers, if you look at, for instance, because it's a three-person – or it's a uh, – three people were running for two seats. So, one guy ran away with it. He got, like, 7,000-something votes. He got 52%. Yeah. Uh, he He ran away with it. And then the other guy got like 5,500 and something votes, and I got 1,400, almost 1,500 votes. So if you take uh, me and the other guy, you add our vote totals together, because again, people could vote for two, right. and then you do the appropriate division, I got about 20% of the total, uh, not the total amount of votes, but of the people who could have voted, 20% voted for me. So saying 10% voted for me is, is less accurate. Yes. It looks like about one out of five people voted for me yes. today. You, you lost me. Sorry, man. That's, it looks like about one out of five people voted for me today. Does that make sense? Sure. There you go. So, you know, I guess you know, you've been paying attention to elections, Daryl. Normally, they say that your first election now, you lose every single time. 
Most of the time, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, I've heard that before. Yeah. I think if you keep at it, you probably will and do do better and better. A lot of it has to do, not necessarily with just the person being a first-time candidate, mm-hmm. but who they're running against, what the office sure. is, what the circumstances are. Had there been a Republican in the race, I probably would have gotten the typical libertarian results, I would guess, uh, which would be much more dismal. Probably, yes. So, yeah, you're right. There's no real way to say this would be better next time because they might put a Republican in and then I might not stand a chance. If you were running as a Republican, who's to say if you wouldn't have got 25 percent? Or maybe I would have gotten less. I mean, maybe I got some Democrat and independent votes who wouldn't have voted for me if I had run as a Republican. There's no real way to, to know how it would all shake out. But, you know, at the same time, one out of five, that's not terrible for somebody who... Really has kind of a, you know, as far as the political system is concerned, and as a far as... A very divisive, polarizing personality. Yeah, I'm not just some, you know, nobody who showed up and threw his hat into some the race. Some random guy that's a libertarian. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the radio in the area. I've got, uh, you know, freekeen.com is my website, and I've been in the news a lot in this area. So I guess, you know, to some extent that helps my my notoriety, but could also, it certainly does not endear me to the people who love the, the state, the people who love the system, the people who are totally enamored with the status quo are less than happy that I am in involved in the political process and while out campaigning today at the polls i actually spoke with one of my two opponents Mm -hmm. uh, because only one of my two opponents actually spoke to me during the (laughs) entire campaign and you know she's always been very friendly Mm -hmm. although today she did tell me you need to leave this ward because you're pulling votes away from me. If I And if I'm going to win, I need all of the votes out of here. I wonder how she determined that. Uh, she did some calculations because she's run for county office mm-hmm. in the past for a different office. And she knows how many votes she's received in the county races previously. I see. Comparing that to how many votes the current 19-term incumbent has received, even though this 19-term incumbent has not had a uh, opponent in the last dozen years, she's saying, all right, so I, if 2,500 people that voted for me for this other office previously didn't vote for me this time, but everybody else did, I would still win this race. So, like, you know, she's comparing yeah. apples to oranges. There's always so many question marks in these, uh, these right. political campaigns. Oh, one other thing. But the- I told her, I said, regardless of who wins or loses, you know, if it's you or if it's the other one, you guys are both going to blame me as being the spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> of course. The libertarian always gets so that. So I stayed there even longer just, <laughs> just to spider. prove a point. Eight five five four fifty three. By the way, I didn't really do any campaigning, and I got one out of five, so that's not bad. And I, I don't think I would have done that much better had I spent a lot of time and money on campaigning. More coming up. You can take control, share your thoughts, your observations. Not voting. We'll get back into that here in a moment. You can also bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online, freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features that we have there for you. We give them away. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. It is the live election edition of the program here tonight. And, of course, you can you, know, you can bring up whatever you want. It does not have to be election-related, but certainly uh, we've been talking quite a bit about uh, certainly some of the shenanigans that has, have been happening at various different election uh, locations across the country, but mostly here in New Hampshire because that's where we are and that's what we were experiencing today. Hey, are you tired of the general preparedness and survival advice with no reason or context behind it? Do you think the single scenario focus of survivalists on TV shows is silly? With all the fear hyping, do you sometimes wonder about the reality of historical and potential disaster situations? There's a book that can help you understand what might happen, how it might affect you and those you care about, and what you can do about it. It's called Strategic Survival, and you can go to strategicsurvival.com to get your copy. Johnny Ray, you've uh, taken a look uh, closely at this book. Uh, What were your thoughts on it? That's right. Uh, I I was going to jump in and say, Ian, you may recall that I had a few words to say about this last week, and I I had a bit of trouble getting them out. But what I wanted to say was that we all know that there's there's danger out out there. It's a dangerous world, Um, political upheaval, all sorts of madness. The book gives you some knowledge. So you don't just have to be worried about that stuff and feel like you're naked in front of it. Mm. Even if you're not a hardcore prepper, you 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 read this this book and you know what to do. Maybe maybe you see something on sale. Maybe you see a septic tank on sale, and you and you say to yourself, "Hey, I could cash a freaking go kart in there, <laughs> and I can you know, and I can get around in the zombie apocalypse." The zombie apocalypse I don't think is covered in the uh, in survival scenarios. But they do cover a number of uh, of scenarios. Strategicsurvival.com is where you can go to get it. It covers budgeting, by the way, as well as schedule-friendly solutions ranging from equipment and improvisational ideas that you can carry with you to more permanent infrastructure. And with the knowledge in strategic survival and other material that it references – and by taking some simple action to prepare, you can turn fear and worry into confidence mm. And peace. And isn't that what you're looking for? Uh, you're not looking to keep being scared by a bunch of survival TV shows. You're looking to have the peace of mind necessary to know that you're, you're prepared. Uh, you can go to strategicsurvival.com. So we've been talking about voting, elections, etc., and uh, we kind of touched on the idea of non-voting here. I've got an article that I spotted uh, pop up on uh, Facebook, and of course... Anytime around an election, the Liberty community starts posting all kinds of things about voting. And some people support it, as I do, because I think that it's a uh, you know a viable defense in a lot of ways against aggressors and a way to select rulers that will be less violent. I'm not interested in consenting to the state. I don't consent to it. But I understand that the election process is not going to go away tomorrow just because we decide not to participate in it. And so, therefore, I'm willing to participate. Not only that, I've seen the election process result, at least here in New Hampshire, in real liberty-minded activists getting elected, which has resulted directly in very positive legislation that has, uh, for instance, enshrined jury nullification in the courtrooms. That's going to be uh, going into effect in January. That was huge. Uh, the withdrawal of uh, the gun ban that – or no, excuse me, not gun ban, the, uh, the knife ban that they had here in New Hampshire, among other things, a budget cut, which hasn't happened in any other state. So – 
to me, it's a proven case that elections and, and the voting system can work. But not everybody, not everybody believes that. Joe Sobrin is somebody who doesn't, and he writes in his article, How to Vote for Liberty. He says, it's going down to the wire. I'm trailing in the polls, and if you listen to conventional wisdom, it's time for me to go all out, to mobilize my base and my write-in campaign for the presidency of the United States. Instead, I'm adopting a new strategy that can't lose. I am withdrawing from the race. I thank my followers for their backing and encouragement, and I'm not going to try and follow, uh, throw their support to another candidate. I'm asking them not to vote at all. I want to immobilize my base. I don't want to be the most powerful man on earth. There's no such thing as being worthy of the office, an office that now includes the power to murder countless people. The American political system is far beyond repair. Abstaining from voting is an honorable way of refusing to participate in the organized coercion that is government. The 2004, this is an old article, election is said to be about turnout. Exactly. In the few days that remain, I will try to depress turnout. I will consider every vote that isn't cast as a vote of support for me, or rather for the liberty that I want for all of us. Well, that's cool. I'm glad he wants to consider those things. But in reality, you don't know why people aren't voting. They certainly aren't voting for because they support you. They're, voting, they're not voting if they're not voting for their own reasons. And we went over some of these on the show last night. One of the major reasons is people don't like their choices. That's the reason why they're not voting in the national elections. Another uh, reason why Apathy. is they're, they're busy. They're just too busy. People have other things to do, and this is not critical to them. They realize probably that voting for Tweedledee or Tweedledum is not going to significantly change things, so why bother? Um, so, you know, it, it's typical of politicians to believe that, oh, well, people voted for me because I support X, Y, and Z. It's like I said earlier. I supported secession in my campaign. But I don't know if that's why people voted for me. They might have just voted for me because I wasn't that other guy. You're not that guy. Voting for the establishment candidates, says Sobrin, is a notoriously is notoriously a choice of evils. Refusing to vote is a positive statement that you choose not to endorse any evil. I did I would agree with that much. That much is true. And I voted none of the above in this particular election for the presidential race. As did I. Uh, voting is worse than futile, though, he says it's immoral. A single vote can't make any difference except rarely in a local election. I'm glad he gives me that one because that's true. It has happened in local elections in New Hampshire where a election was won by a vote. A single vote. Or at least a few votes. That's happened. Uh, so I'm glad he at least grants that one. He says it's like a grain of sand in the Sahara. And I agree with him on a national level. Absolutely, that's true. But, but elections... He goes back to the voting is immoral. Well, and most people that say voting is immoral will then say, well, it's wrong for me, but it might be, you know, maybe you don't think it's wrong for you, but I still think it's immoral. Well, morals aren't subjective. That's an interesting conversation to get into, <laughs> whether morals are subjective or not. I, I tend to agree that they Rape shouldn't. is always wrong. It absolutely is, except to the rapist. I mean, I'm not saying that it's right. I don't think I think it's a horrible crime. And most people think it's a horrible crime. But if most people thought differently, then you wouldn't have said that. Right. So it really just depends on what uh, the common view well, is. No, on these Rape things. is always wrong because there is a victim who has been harmed in a very intimate way. You no, know, it's worse than if I punch you in the face. Yeah, that's wrong. And that's always but wrong. it's not as, you know. Society does not view that as badly as if I raped you. Mm -hmm. 
both of which are wrong, both of which are immoral. And they're wrong and immoral for the same reasons, absolutely. Right. But the reason we feel like those things are wrong and immoral is because that's the common view of things, and that's you know the way it is. Well, that might be why theory. most people see those as immoral. I because there's a tangible victim, you know, there's an identifiable victim. Right, right. We can come back here with more if you'd like. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind and take control of the airwaves. More about uh, the subjectivity or not of morality. Voting as well. We can come back with all of those things in your calls at 855-450-FREE. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and 2XM channels. FTL has also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You take control. It is uh, the election night edition of the program. We're talking about voting, which actually has uh, ended up changing into a conversation, at least briefly here, about morality and whether or not it's subjective. Uh, but first, I want to let you know that SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one, and they do collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Now, SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you, so their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See SACL's banner at the top of our banner column over at freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. Now, to the question about morality and whether it's objective or not morality is very defined in our world and i'm not trying to change that i you know i believe the same things that you do about why things are wrong right. because they interfere with the other another human being's uh right to life or property or happiness and those sorts of things uh if you're you know being that we are all created equal it's one of the kind of the fundamental tenets of what makes things right and wrong uh, we've come up with good rules and you know sensible provisions about how humans should interact with one another. But if things were different, then the ideas around morality would be different. So in some cases, might in certain societies where violence is more prevalent, for instance, might, might, might may make right. That might be the moral code under which they live, where it would be completely moral to use force to coerce other human beings. I would say that that's the ethical code in which they live. Tell me more about that. Well, most people think that morals and ethics are the same thing. Morality is a constant. Morality does not change just because societal norms may dictate one way or the other. That's a, that's basically what we're arguing here, though, right? I mean, I've got the dictionary definition of mor- moral pulled up, and uh, definition one of pertaining to or concerned with the principles or rules of right conduct or the distinction between right and wrong, semicolon, 
ethical. So, I mean, even the dictionary thinks that the, uh, you know, there are, there isn't is, is a difference between those two. It's used as a synonym. The last time I was on the show and we talked about morals, I think it was maybe the first show I was on. Mm-hmm. I did a definition search myself and came up with something like that. And that is pretty vague to me. Yeah. It's pretty subjective and it doesn't do a lot for me. All of it's subjective based on how we define these things as a, you know, collective, as a, as a society. And I think that we've done a good job of defining what's right and what's wrong for the right reasons right. Uh, and all that. I'm just saying that it's all up to us what we determine what is moral. I don't think that there's anything out there outside of us that determines that. We made the, those decisions. What is, what is government, Ian? It's the collective manifestation of uh, humans' beliefs that it's okay at some level to actually aggress against other people. So we haven't gone far enough as far as defining our morality, right? Because like, we all know that on an individual basis, it's wrong for me to stick a gun in your face and take something from yes. you. It's wrong for me to force myself upon you sexually or in any, uh, in any way. We, we get that uh, as, an ind- as individuals. But most people don't get that when it comes to groups. They don't see that. They don't see it as a problem. I was talking with one of the guys at the the election location today, and he was talking about how I'm against taxes, and therefore I'm against government. And I was explaining to him that, no, 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 I'm against coercion. If you've got a good program, you should be able to fund it on a voluntary basis. And he couldn't get it through his head what that meant. He believes that government is the way we fund things that are important. He believes that government and and taxes are the only viable methods for funding things like education, things that he considers important. So to him, it's completely moral. Was that the guy that started saying something to me about uh, my vehicle being unregistered? He's like, well... I didn't hear we, that we've conversation. Got to, we've got to have roads. And I said, I pay fuel tax. That's what pays for the roads. Yeah. Government, such as it I is. I don't know if it's the same guy. Government is is violence. That's right. And you should reject but it, exists, it. But it exists because of people's beliefs. Because if people didn't, like what you were saying before, is if people change their beliefs, voting won't matter anymore, right? If people change their beliefs about government and they realize that it's violence and they don't want anything to do with it anymore, then everything will change because government is an outward manifestation of human beings' mistaken beliefs about morality, that it's okay to coerce people if you just have 51%. Essentially, we do have, a coll- you know, collectively, the belief that might does make right most people won't say that but they'll put it in terms of well if uh, 51 percent of people vote for it it's completely okay to you know rape you and not necessarily even 51 percent but if the plurality of people vote this way this is kind of a you know i guess a metaphysical or, or spiritual uh, perspective, you know, to, to look inside one's oneself and realize that what is outside of one is essentially a manifestation of what is inside. Whatever inner turmoil one is experiencing becomes real in the, out, in the outward reality. Now, we all have moved beyond the idea of aggressing against our neighbors. We understand that government is violence, but ultimately in society, in the world, that hasn't happened yet. And things take time to change, and hopefully we'll see those changes manifest over our lifespan. Uh, but ultimately, the reason why Barack Obama and Mitt Romney exist and these other thugs that you know, are in, in charge of different countries around the world is because people believe a certain way, and they allow these things to happen. 
we're creating the the reality. And Johnny Ray, I I understand that you know there's not many people that you can vote for that will actually try to reduce the aggression of the government. That's why I do this. I'm fairly certain Ian does and a lot of other people do. They only vote in self-defense of let me let me give you an example. Let's just say that me and Ian are both running to be dictator of Johnny Rayland. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And Ian says that he will only beat the residents of Johnny Rayland three times a week. And I say, you know what? The people of Johnny Rayland, they're they're not doing what we need them to do. So, you know, the beatings will continue until morale improves. Uh-huh. Daily. So daily. And I'll hire extra bureaucrats to make sure that daily beatings happen. Now there would were you- just three of us. What's that? I thought there were just three of us. Where did bureaucrats come from? <laughs> I hire them because the bureaucrats from outside. <laughs> that ruined my. Hold on, hold on. So do you, do you vote for me, who will make sure that you are beaten daily until your morale improves, or do you vote for Ian, who will not beat you as often? And does voting mean that you consent to being beaten? I would wait. Someone will beat you. I'd wait for you to start swinging. And then I'd be on you like a hurricane. <laughs> Someone will beat you regardless. Now I'll go down it's either going to be three times a week or every day. Well, that's a very brave thing to say, Johnny Ray. And obviously you're voting, creating a ridiculous... By, by voting, I'm saying it's okay for this... For By, by voting, I'm, I'm accepting the choice. And I don't think that choice is legitimate. There's, there's other... So you would turn in a blank ballot on that one? You I wouldn't would, go. I'd... I'd, I'd Dig a hole in the sand. Wait, are we on? Are we on a desert island? <laughs> I don't know. Where is Johnny Rayland? I would either flee or <laughs> fight, but I wouldn't vote. Voting's for losers. You know uh, what you're saying is kind of a reflection of the "I'm a badass non-voter" uh, perspective, which I hear frequently in the okay. liberty movement. Yeah. But you know, I'm sick of it because if the people who talk so tough about not voting actually wanted to flee or fight, wanted to do something significant uh, to oppose the state, they should stop paying taxes. I mean, if if all the uh, purported anarchists who out are out there talking tough talk about how awesome they are for not voting, hey, why don't you do something that's really going to stick it to the state and don't pay them your hard-earned money? Take that and make your life better. We do that. We do plant that here own, in New Hampshire. Hold on. Never take a plea. Plant, plant Never your own take a food. Plea. You're dodging the, uh, the plant question. Plant your own food. Make your own fuel. Uh-huh. But what about not paying taxes? Still, most of the people, that, that's how you most, avoid it, by most planting of the people, your own food and I get what you're saying, but fuel. most people still pay income tax and things like that. All the while, they claim, well, I'm not voting. I'm an anarchist. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You like your friends. You like Free Talk Live. Like your friends enough to share something you like with them. Help Free Talk Live get into more ears. Podcast listeners are the most important area of growth for Free Talk Live. Please share one episode a week on Facebook. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Enough time maybe for you and your thoughts at 855-450-FREE. It is the election night edition of the program. 
and we have yet to give you any kind of update on this election because I think it's silly to really do these updates. Goldman constantly. Sachs wins. Yeah. <laughs> That you can count on, for sure. Uh, whoever wins, we lose. And at this point, uh, according to Politico.com, with an undefined amount of, <laughs> you know, undefined amount of uh, election percentage uh, locations reporting here, Mitt Romney is ahead of Barack Obama. But anything can change. With 153 between- electoral votes to Obama's yep. 123 and I just saw where the AP has called Pennsylvania for Obama. But it doesn't say here what percentages are reporting or yeah. whatever. It's too way too early to call anything at all. Uh, let's go. Speaking of calls here, uh, we're going to go back to your your phone calls here in a moment. I don't think we've quite – Do we? I don't, we're certainly still in the middle of the, the uh, voting discussion. But let's go to uh, – we got Corey listening in Meadville, Pennsylvania on FM. Corey, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Welcome, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Hey, so I was thinking about early as far as the um, whole idea of not voting in terms of I kind of had this idea that if, let's say, you convinced a large majority of people to, or a large pop, um, number of the population to vote, but vote for just indiscriminate independence, I think by that way, we get enough of them into every level of government I mean, I think we probably have a better chance of something being done differently than from the two established parties because there's so much in bed with the different corporations and the wealthy elite who fund them that there are all these buffers who they're accountable to before they are to the people who actually vote them in. You're talking about, a, you're talking about a national level? No, I mean every level of government. Well, I think for any, not, I mean, especially for national level of government, but for other levels of government, I think if random independents were voted in, and maybe not in a mayoral, you know, race or something like that, or you know, well, getting independents person. on the ballot is a struggle. Yeah. Let alone getting people to vote, vote for, for those independents. Yeah, I think that you know what you're saying is a fine idea in theory, and maybe we'll see Gary Johnson break the one percent uh, threshold here uh, tonight with the election as far as the national results. And if Johnson can make one percent. Daryl and I are like, whoa, this is a big deal because it hasn't happened in 30 years. 32 years since uh, the LP got 1%. Yeah, the Libertarian Party has been just floundering around and you know, maybe they'll actually make it this time. Who knows? But we'll see. But Going back to getting you know, just random independents or minor party candidates elected, if the U.S. had ballot access like what they have in Canada and the U.K., Europe. To where every party has the same path to the ballot. File just, you know, a small amount of signatures. And uh, it's kind of like a filing fee, but they call it a deposit. Mm -hmm. To where if you reach a certain vote threshold, you get that money back after the election. You know, that way it deters the joke candidates. Mm -hmm. You know, unless that joke candidate... Vermin Supreme had a thousand dollars to spend to get on the ballot here in New Hampshire. Yeah. So theoretically, you know, he would be like, "Yeah, here's my thousand dollars. Here's my hundred signatures. I'm on the ballot." You know. So 
having the same path to the ballot for everyone. But all of what you're makes, proposing has an incredible cost. I mean, as far as you would never be able to get there on the national level. There's nobody who's going to propose legislation like that. The Republicans right. and Democrats aren't going to put themselves in any kind of jeopardy. They don't want to propose that at the state level here in New Hampshire. No. It's it's ridiculous. Despite the fact that Vermont has the same path to the ballot for all part. If you're organized, you're automatically on the ballot. Yeah. So, uh, Corey, you know, what you're saying is a fine idea. But like a lot of people who have ideas for how to change the government, it's just not likely to ever occur. Like there's no mechanism that will make that happen. You, you would be reliant upon the Republicans and the Democrats to clear that path in order to make that even a, uh, a remote possibility to make those elections occur. And Pennsylvania, where Corey is, has absolutely horrible ballot access laws. The, the only real viable solution, as we've seen in New Hampshire, is New Hampshire where people get together and uh, foc- focus their activism in one area – and then – and what we have seen here is an actual level of success of having the Republican Party being kind of infiltrated from the inside. Like the Ron Paul guys around the country have been trying to do this, but they've been failing miserably. But here in New Hampshire, they're actually making some headway at it. And that's because of the concentration factor. But if you never concentrate your activism, you'll never get anywhere. You'll just spin your wheels. You'll run up your head up against a brick wall, and it'll be really frustrating. And eventually you'll give up and just go on to do something else uh, with your life. Any, any other thoughts, Corey? Yeah, I guess um, just so, sort of moving a lot of further. I mean, there is also the thing of writing, and what we have that now that we don't that we didn't have, like let's say a decade or a couple of decades ago, is we have easier ways to reach mass numbers of the American public that we don't need to rely on the media, which are you know a lot of times leaning or controlled by political parties or political leanings in some way or another. That's true. And so I mean, so you know. In similar ways, into I mean, it would be in a less drastic or violent way, let's say, than we're talking about Tunisia or Egypt or something like that, that kind of revolution. But we can still use those same pathways to have a different kind of revolution take place within the United States. What do you envision? I guess, I mean, just sort of a way of trying to um, reach people, you know, YouTube, Facebook, social networking. What do you want them to do? Different things. Well, even if you encourage them to give them a list of write-ins and say, because it's not even just the thing of getting independence on the ballot as much as it is to stop voting for the two major stock parties that, um, I mean, that, you know. You're talking about mounting a national write-in campaign through social media? Yes. Daryl, you're the uh, election expert in the uh, the room. What do you think about that? 35 states require write-in declaration forms. Meaning? Meaning that uh, the candidate for president or the slate of electors for that presidential candidate must file paperwork with the Secretary of State or Election Commission saying, we are this slate of electors for candidate so-and-so. There are five states that do not allow write-in votes at all. Yow. Ten states do not have declarations of intent, New Hampshire being one of those states, meaning that all write-in votes are technically supposed to be valid, but as we've seen here in New Hampshire and I've seen in Pennsylvania and Alabama, they generally list write-in votes as scattered. Mm. So mounting a national write-in campaign for a presidential candidate is something that 
would take tremendous time and effort. And if that person was, you know, very serious and had the support, then that person could probably get on the ballot with not much more effort. So you're not totally shooting down the idea, but it wouldn't really be significantly different from running as a libertarian candidate on all in all states. Uh, it would be different than running as a libertarian. It yeah. would be not much different than running as the Peace and Freedom Party nominee who is only on the ballot in three states and a write-in in 29. Corey, thanks for the call, man. I don't mean to shoot down your dreams. By all means, attempt to pursue it and uh, let us know what happens. I do appreciate hearing from you tonight. Let's go to Anthony listening in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. It's just the system is built to prevent these sorts of things. Yes. The system is built to you know enshrine the well, two the parties. Well, the system is manipulated by the two parties. Right, and they're not going to change and that. And I write about that in Duopoly. So if anybody wants to get a copy of that. They're not uh, going to change it. The only thing we can do, go, how do they get a Bitcoin copy? Bitcoin Friday is coming up. So if you buy with Bitcoins, you can get 10% off at shop.fpp.cc. That is your website. That's uh, fpp.cc. Anthony is with us in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Anthony. Thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to say I'm a new listener to the show. Been about three weeks in listening. And really like the show, just kind of come on to it on XM. And I've noticed, uh, I don't know, about, I guess, two weeks ago, I would, you know, only get two hours of the show now on XM. And I was wondering if there's a way I could get the, uh, you know, the first hour, if I missed the first hour. Yeah. And being a truck driver, it's hard for me to listen, you know, on my phone. So I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Well, uh, you can get us online at freetalklive.com. You can uh, listen live via live streaming, or you can uh, listen to the show later via you know downloadable archive or podcast. I use the TuneIn app on my smartphone. Yep, that's a possibility as well. So if you've got a, if you've got an internet-enabled uh, smartphone, it's pretty easy to get us that way. Um, of course, you can also contact SiriusXM and ask them to uh, put the show on all three hours per night. And I wish we had more time to talk to you, Anthony. Call us another night. Do appreciate hearing from you tonight. And if you are an XM Serious listener, uh, check me out on Playboy Radio tonight for their election special. I'll be on at 11 o'clock at night, Eastern Time. It's been Ian here with you tonight. And Daryl. And Johnny Ray. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com.